0: Welcome to Mean Age Daydream, everybody. I am Brian McWilliams, and I've got a treat for you. It's been too long. It's been too long since I did a song for you guys, and I think the time has come. I think the perfect hero has presented himself, and I got to sing about it. I got to sing to the mountaintops about it, but before I do, I got to tell you about a little sponsor of ours named IPVanish, IPVanish IPVanish.com, guys, and they are one of the oldest, one of the most trusted Brands out there to protect your privacy, to stop hackers and spammers and uh, advertisers from following you around the internet because they are a VPN. Of course, VPNs protect your identity online. They stop you from being tracked. They stop your IP address from being tracked around and basically can secure you and your loved ones, protect what you hold dear. Not only that. But with IP Vanish, they've got a one-button-click technology, which basically sets it across all your devices, protects you on your laptop, protects you on your tablet, protects you on your phone, protects you on your Roku, protects your children on their, uh, I don't know, little baby Rokus. I'm sure they exist. I'm sure people buy them for their kids. I don't know. I'm, my kid's too young to buy one for, but I'm sure they're out there. But IPVanish is going to protect you across all these devices as well as hide your IP from people that may or may want to know where you're at, i.e. internationally. They don't know. You could be in the U.S. You could be in Canada. You could be in Norway, for all they know. IPVanish is going to make sure that you are safe and secure and people cannot get that data. Now, you can get a great deal by going to IPVanish.com forward slash Lions and use promo code Lions to get 70% off. That's a deal that is 70% off a year-long subscription. Works out to about $3 and 20 cents a month. If you can find a better deal than that, I will come and uh, pleasure you myself. That's actually not something I'm going to stand by. I don't know. You may be able to find something 10 cents cheaper. And uh, I don't feel like paying the airfare costs to come and pleasure you. Things are a little pricey right now if you might not have noticed. So anyway, go support the show. IPVanish.com forward slash Lions and use that promo code Lions. Get that yourself a, a nice big deal there. Now then. Let's see. I have not practiced this song, but let's give it a go. Let's give it a let's give it a good uh, a good share. Let me share my here so I can get my tunes playing. my tunes <laughs> All right, you're gonna know it immediately from the first few bars here. Here we go. you want to run makes you going to run through a fucking brick wall we're going to get pulled off YouTube for this by the way copy written so make sure to watch on Odyssey if you want to see it <laughs> where have all the good men gone to expose would be guys where's coat up Hercules to reveal A white man Making Hunter's nose bleed Ooh, walk there Son of a king a Son of a bitch He's jealous. what we need I need a hero A crack-smoking hero Who stays up all night And he's gotta be weak And he's gotta be dumb To bring all the dead to light I need a hero A whole banging hero Till the morning light He's got to be lazy leaving laptops around and is naked within a 45. That was terrible. <laughs> that was by far the worst song. Oh my God. That was the worst song I've ever tried to sing. That was so bad. I can't wait to hear it back. It's going to be awesome. My voice cracked like 80 times. Voice is not quite there right now. I've, uh, that's some weird, I don't know, like battling some weird shit. I hope it's allergies. Fucking me up, making my voice uh, all scratchy. You know, right now it's just like uh, scratched out. But what are you going to do, right? I had to get the song out. I need a hero. I need a hero. Ugh, it's just hard. Can't hit it. I shut. Yeah, started off too high. Started off too high, guys. I can do it better. I know I can do it better. There's a white knight making hunters nosy bleed. Yeah, I fuck it anyway it's mean age daydream baby it's the best libertarian comedy show on the internet and uh i hope you appreciate that because i want to get into hunter biden uh you may have seen on my twitter feed i had shared a uh a very funny little image i made of hunter biden who actually if you if you cut out like the iconic hunter biden photo of him with the cigarette dangling out of his mouth right it's like, you know, he's always got a cigarette dangling out of his mouth. It's like, it's like he thinks he is, you uh, know, like Humphrey Bogart of the crack smoking world. He's always got the cigarette dangling out, kind of like Ray does in the Ghostbusters when he sees the uh, the ghost, you know, coming at him. Oh, cigarette dangling out. But if you Photoshop Hunter's mouth with that cigarette into the Batman costume, because he is the hero we deserve right now. He is the hero that Gotham deserves. Well, it looks a shocking amount like Ben Affleck. So I'm just throwing out there when they inevitably make a Hunter Biden biopsy pick or biopsy, <laughs> they should, he is a cancer. They do need a biopsy biopic pick on Hunter Biden. Ben Affleck, you are a slam dunk to play that role. I nominate you first and foremost, especially, it's so funny because he's obviously a super progressive honk anyway. So it'd be great to see Ben Affleck have to uh, to debase himself and play the Hunter Biden role. A lot of fun though, banging crack horse in that role. I will say that. A lot of good times. But before I get into the whole Hunter Biden saga and uh, and how he is the hero of this story, I wanted to uh, share a couple things with you guys. Number one is I will be at Freedom Fest. You're going to hear this. Freedom Fest is going to be on this weekend coming up. Basically, I'll be there Friday night, Saturday, and I'm hosting a panel on uh, redefining The language of liberty, and the focus of this panel is basically to talk about what's working, what's not working. It's got a great lineup. Uh, Brittany Hunter's going to be on that. Sean Malone's going to be on that. So it's going to be a lot of interesting characters talking with me about how we are redefining how we discuss liberty, right? And as you guys know, that's one of my interests. I'm public relations executive for 20 years. My big focus and a lot of what I'm doing on this podcast is talking about reframing how we describe things, try to be more positive, a little bit more philosophical, a little bit more inspirational. And oddly enough, yes. I am going to tie Hunter Biden waving his dick around and waving a gun on video with a inspirational message that we can share with the population. Cause that's how good I am. That's why they call me the word weaver. That's why they call me Mark. Mark likes to call himself uh, the watcher, which I can't say without laughing. Um, I, you, you could call me the word waver or the Willy waver one or the other, either way works for me. I don't care. <laughs> Take myself that seriously. But, I will be at Freedom Fest. So come out. If you're going to be there, say hello. I'll be uh, I'll be bopping around. My panel is 11 o'clock on Saturday. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's up against, it, there's like 85 other panels at that day at the same time. So uh, please come to my panel. The other ones are stupid. Uh, Scott Horton's, I think, talking at the same time. What's he got to say that's new? Same old, same old with Scott. Blah, blah, war. Come see mine far better. Um, also, saw an old buddy. Jason Stapleton. I know a lot of you guys know Jason. Remember Jason fondly from his days as a a libertarian hot brand. And uh, he still is very libertarian, by the way, if you're wondering. If you listen to his show now, he's rebranded it. And uh, he's making a lot of push to build a community, basically looking to connect people with entrepreneurship, to start their own businesses, to find ways to succeed, which is important. We talk about how, and you know, obviously Mark's talked about this, Odie's talked about this, Um, you know, Self-starting, getting yourself going in an entrepreneurial fashion, and I've talked about this at length, too, is becoming an inspiration in the world, not just because of libertarian politics, but because you're a successful business person, because you're successful in whatever avenue you decide to pursue is vitally important, right? Especially if you're trying to change the hearts and minds of people, giving them something to believe in and saying, look, I did it. Here's how you do it, right? So I was talking with Jason. He's in town in L.A. and uh, he moved to Arizona, but he's in L.A. to visit, and I had some beers with him. And we were talking about this very topic, right? How there is that divide between whether or not you should spend your time on politics, whether or not uh, success through politics is a worthwhile pursuit when you have only so much time available to you. And I was talking to him about that. And I said, look, I'm still very much an advocate of what's going on with the party, with the Mises caucus. I'm still very involved. I still think that this is a very viable way to move culture forward, to move everything forward and become a force for good, a force for change. And he asked me, he goes, yeah, no, I understand that, right? And he's not, you know, he, he's not uh, 100% opposed to people taking political action in any way. So he said, yeah, I get that. He says, well, what does it look like to you to find success, right? If the Libertarian Party, what does it mean for you if they, you know, what, what would be the, the benchmark for success for the party? And I told him, for me, it, it doesn't come down to votes because number one, you're coming into a, a cycle where despite coming out of covid Right. Despite coming out of one of the biggest lockdown states we've had, one of the biggest uh infringements on, on rights, on bodily autonomy, on your ability to make a living, on education, and you know, on top of all the other crazy shit that's going on in the world with you know, race theory and all this other stuff that's going on. On top of all that, right, you've got this doddering old fool in Joe Biden who is clearly not with it. The whole teleprompter, I'm Ron Burgundy. Oh, go fuck yourself, San Diego moment that Bo- Joe Biden just had over the weekend, or maybe it was right right on Friday, where he's literally reading a repetitive line, where he really has cards handed to him that tell him when to sit and when to stand and when he's talking and when not to talk. More importantly, you've got this this guy who's completely run the country into a rut. Now he's not solely to blame. The Republicans hold a lot of the blame as well, but the most aggressive, the most stupid policies, the most spending policies that have been forced through still lie with the Democrats, right? So you have half the country looking and saying, this is a, this is a huge problem. At the same time, you may have Trump coming in. And if he does dumbest thing they could do, because it's just going to galvanize the base that the Democrats have against Donald Trump independents as well against Donald Trump. There's still never Trump or Republicans out there when you have DeSantis out there who would be a much more logical choice. Now, I've said Manchin would make a lot of choice for the Democrats. I still think that this whole Hunter Biden scenario is intentionally being leaked and I'll talk about that in a minute to take Joe Biden out because they know that he cannot win, maybe even against the Trump can't win. But, When you have all these factors coming into play, when you have DeSantis who refused to lock down Florida, who's taking a stand against CRT and taking a stand against, you know, teaching uh, gender theory and queer theory to kids under the, uh, you know, under third grade, when he's taking a stand against these kind of uh, drag queen shows, with children, all this other stuff that the common person says, "Okay, yeah, I get that. That makes a lot of sense to me. You're not going to have success, even if you run, let's say, a Dave Smith who has access to the biggest shows in the world. You're not going to find success in the polls necessarily. So saying, well, the Libertarian Party got uh, 3% of the vote doesn't mean anything to me. If they get less than Joe Jorgensen, a.k.a. glass of milk, got, uh, repetitive glass of milk, it's like that, that old magic trick. You know, they sell that magic glass where it looks like it has milk in it and you drink it and then it fills back up, right? The old magic shop had those. It blew all the children's minds and you bring them to the parties, which of course many people are not allowed within 500 feet of anymore. Rest in peace, pedophiles. Rest in peace, pedo Pete. Another thing that leaked out of Hunter Biden's uh, hack. I don't know. Laptop hack, whatever HN did. But when you have Jorgensen getting whatever it was, I don't know, a percentage and a half, whatever she got. Dave may not get that. Whoever the Libertarian Party runs may not get that. That, to me, isn't the measure of success. Because you have such a politicized environment, you have the Supreme Court rulings that just came out that have given the GOP a renewed vigor. And people are saying, oh, look, look, they're getting wins, they're accruing wins, which is why I said these wins for the GOP or these wins, these Supreme Court victories, while some of them Libertarians may agree with. And, you know, most libertarians I think would have to agree that states' rights even in the abortion debate uh, would supersede a federal mandate right so you should be in, in support of that but these things are not necessarily good for libertarianism and that's going to show up in the polls. So then what is the factor that is going to say success or failure for me? Well that comes down to the growth of the party paying dues, paying members and that's what I was telling Jason I said it it comes down to, the fundamental change in how many people are going to put their money up to support this institution, support this party and say, I believe in what they're doing. I may not vote for it. Right. I know Jason, one of our, you know, one of our supporters over at, uh, at locals, lions of You can also support us by joining the lines of Liberty pride, by the way, lions of, uh, patreon.com forward slash lions of liberty and join on uh, multiple levels there. You know, he said, look, I'm going to vote for Trump. Or if Trump runs, I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm sure he'll vote for DeSantis if DeSantis runs. And this is a debate I had with, you know, Tho Bishop over voting for Dave Smith or DeSantis depending on who would run. A lot of people, like the message the Libertarian Party might be delivering now, now that the Mises Caucus is in control, they may like the message of less government, less war. They might like, you know, uh, personal and private property rights, especially after seeing this thing in New York with this this guy, who, you know, this bodega owner, who stabbed somebody that attacked him viciously and is defending himself in the most clear-cut case ever, and then gets charged with second-degree murder. People see the craziness and they say the Libertarian Party has been standing up for us. They've been against the lockdowns. They've been against the vaccine mandates. They're for personal and private property rights. They're for reining in a lot of the crazy that's going out there. I'm going to support them with my money, but I'm not going to support them with my vote right now. Because right now, in the immediate future, my vote is better spent going with a DeSantis percent. So the definition to me of success would be if... This Libertarian Party coming in the next two, three years, four years can, let's say, double the dues paying members, can grow the party exponentially as far as people who are willing to put the time in and the money in to support the cause while still knowing that this is not going to be a quick turnaround fix. That means the messaging works. That means the culture is changing. That means that they are making a tangible impact and that gives them more power, more ability to then impact local races through funding, national advertising, put out campaigns, reach out to more people and continue the momentum that's been achieved. That to me is how you do it and how you measure success. Now, that tangent over. I want to go on another tangent and then I'll finish up with, uh, I'll finish up with the, the Hunter Biden stuff so I've been watching a show you know you know I'm trying to talk a little bit more about pop culture stuff there's a show on CBS and I caught it on uh, on Apple plus which I guess has CBS I don't know but my mom was in town a few weeks ago she goes oh this show evil check it out I kind of like it it's got a you know it's a priest and it's got exorcisms and a skeptic and whatever so I got right, I'll give it a go start to watch it And I'm like, all right, I'm kind of into this. You know, I was into uh, X-Files, huge X-Files fan back in the day, back when it was Mulder and Scully. After Scully left, or after Mulder left, I I couldn't give a shit. But when David Duchovny was on there, fantastic. You know, what's-her-face, the redhead, so hot, still hot to this day. Unbelievably attractive. But I'm like, you know, I miss a good X-Files, a good weekly monster of the week, challenge of the week. Don't have to think too hard about it. Give me that show again, right? Supernatural had that for a while. That was a really fun show. Eric Kripke did it. The guy who does The Boys now, which is a fantastic show. Uh, He did Supernatural. It was great until it got too deep in the weeds where every fucking episode was about angels versus demons. Eh, I could give a shit. But this evil show, it's fine getting into it. And then I start to notice that, ah, this show is literally horror porn for white progressives that want to flagellate themselves. It is written for the uber progressive left that believes everything that is written on CNN or MSNBC that believes verbatim, the Washington post headlines that only reads Huffington post because I'm watching and, And like the first two episodes, they've got this, this shit where a chick collapses on the soccer field. And she is resuscitated magically, right? She's dead, been dead for like three hours, declared dead, sitting on the the table. A priest comes in and he whispers in her ear and then they go to cut her to do an autopsy. She wakes up, oh, she's alive. Oh my God, is it a miracle? Is it not a miracle? Well, that's what this, that's the premise of the show. They're trying to assess whether or not things are miracles, whether or not people have demons in them, that kind of thing, right? This is a priest and a skeptic. So she wakes up. Is it a miracle or not? She's been dead for three hours. That's crazy. So they investigate. And you know what they found? Ah, they found that this chick was, uh, I don't know, it kind of miracled, kind of not, but they found that at the end of the day, the hospital only gave CPR half as many minutes to people of color that they did to white people when they were on the gurney on the table. And I said, okay, <laughs> and roll my eyes at that a little bit. <laughs> said, okay. So I'm watching more episodes, right? As we get into it. Well, yep. There's another little instance that happened. They're going through like a haunted house. There's like a ghost catcher show, entertaining enough, right? But again, one of the characters of the show are two of them. The priest is black. The other character, this guy, Ben. Ben Magnificent, he's like their tech guy. He's like an Indian guy uh, or Pakistani, let's say, guy. And they're going through. They get him on tape and they're doing the editing process. And she goes, hey, hold on. Why does his voice sound so funny when you're doing editing? And the white host goes, I don't know. I was just separated from the background. And she calls him out. She says, you're doing this. You do this with every person of color on the show. You're making his voice higher to make him like the scared doe. You're trying to, every every colored person, you make them high pitch so they seem more scared. <laughs> as, as if, this is something that number one, I, I don't know. Is there any reference to this in the public sphere? I doubt it, but it's just stupid ass woke bullshit. Like, like we got a nod at all times in the show. We have to take a nod and be like, mm, you know what I'm talking about? You get it. You get it. They're doing this shit all the time. I'm sure in woke ass fucking Hollywood, they're making black people's voices higher to make them seem more scared on ghost shows. Yep. That's it. The Nazis have won, everybody. They got them. They finally it took them years, but they got it. It was written in, uh, in Mein Kampf that doubt when people of color eventually make it onto, I don't know what accent I'm doing. <laughs> when the people of color make it onto the television, we must make their voices higher and higher, zig higher. Like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Stupid. And then uh, the cherry on top. Was this show now has a plot line that's running through it for multiple episodes? A little nerdy white guy. Oh, and of course, like, you know, the great evil is this uh, professor, this uh, psychologist who's a white guy. But this little white nerd uh, gets dissed on on by a, uh, I don't know, some hot chick at a coffee shop. And he, uh, I don't know, scares with a cat head in a box or something at the advice of this psychologist who's very evil and probably a demon. But naturally, where does the plot line go? Oh, he's an incel and he joins an incel group online and they do a whole Zoom chat room. And of course, you know, there's a guy with a big American flag behind him. Oh, he's like, yeah, America, we have chicks are bitches. Oh, they don't want to put out. This plot line is now accelerating and accelerating to the now. He's getting trained by a white militant who's working in the immigration services who's a marksman who has apparently killed many people practicing to kill. And of course, he's being encouraged to go and shoot up a colored uh women's prayer group. But really, it's to target the black priest. It's just like, it is literally horror porn for progressives so that they can sit there, get their pouches all wet, and they feel very proud of themselves and go, oh my God, it's true. The The real demons are white people. The real demons are the whiteys and the, and the incels out there. These are the real terrorists. We have to obviously double down on all our policies to track these people to the ends of the earth, much like New York City wants you to turn in your social media postings to get a gun license. It's just, it's so fucking dumb. Like I- I watched the season just to see. I had to see how stupid it got. And I think I'm almost at the end of the season, but I uh, surely will not go back. Because I knew I was going to talk about it on the show. So I was like, I have to continue. <laughs> I have to see where this plot line goes. I can't wait to see the next one where it's going to be like, I'm trying to think of what's in the headlines that they're going to grab. It's exactly like NCIS, where they grab from the headlines, whatever's the stupidest thing in the headlines is going to work itself into this evil porn. It's going to be something now about... I don't know, uh, drag shows where, oh, this kid, I hear, I got it. The kid, the incel kid is going to get convinced that he has to go in and protest a drag show for children because obviously that's the great evil. That is the great Satan that exists in the world. And, uh, and clearly demons are behind it guys. Meanwhile, demons of drag, great name for a drag show. Steal that adults only though, please. Okay. Shall we move on? I think we should move on. But before we do, guys, I want to tell you, please, if you'd be so kind, do support us on Patreon. As I mentioned, we've got Patreon. We've got locals if you want. Either way, I do my daily good morning fuckhead rant, which is a rant. I pick a topic that usually is not going to make it onto the main show. Talk about it for about eh, five to ten minutes. Depends on how uh, hungover and tired I am in the morning. But You get that in your little inbox for your ear holes to blast them with my voice every morning. I wake up to do it because I love you people and you can give me money to do it. So go to patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty or go to lionsofliberty.locals. Also working on the next Do Nothing Man, that will come out for our patrons. But I will have more news on that next week as I reveal a, uh, a new Patreon I'm starting just for Do Nothing Man. So more to come on that when I have a little bit more time. And want to remind you guys to check out our other podcasts. We have another podcast called The Boring Show. Boring Podcast. B O H R I N G makes it super easy to find. It is our comedy podcast. It is hilarious. If I do say most so myself, I listen back to it just to be sure. Quality control and all that. It's me, it's Odie, it's Rico. We're talking about some politics. We've got a little bit more political as we've gone along, but some politics, some reality TV, just some crazy news of the week. We're gonna be talking about Zach Wilson, the New York Jets quarterback banging his mom's best friend, and how that's clearly how you get better at football. There's no no doubt about it. Just like a Penn state molesting small boys makes them into better linebackers. Even though we all know Sandusky's innocent. <laughs> Listen to John Odomat's podcast on that with Dave Ziegler. Anyway, the boring podcast guys go subscribe to that. I guarantee you're going to love it. You're going to become addicted. It's going to be a new favorite thing. You're going to be Hunter Bidening that shit all day long. And we've got about oh, almost 60 episodes in for the new, new format. So, Check that out. Go subscribe. While you're at it, check out Mark's other podcast, the uh, Second Print Comics pod. Also fine, fair for your ears. Now, I need a hero. I need a hero. I feel like my voice is better now. I obviously should have waited until I talked to her 30 minutes before I sang the song. I'm tempted to do it fucking again. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to record it, a good version. I'm going to put that out on the Mean Age Daydream solo feed. That's what I'm going to do. You guys should all go to the Mean Age Daydream solo feed. Subscribe to that as well. Yes, I will have some extra content coming out there uh, from Feedfest. Fest. Probably going to record a little extra interviews there on the ground. So subscribe to that. Give it a review. Share the show, by the way. Share the show. All right. So I need a hero. And it just so happens that all of these leaks that are coming out with Hunter Biden just might give us the hero we deserve cuz Hunter Biden make no bones about it Hunter Biden is the hero of this story right now guys we've got a absolutely corrupt empire that is being built the hegemony right you no know, the the united states and it's ever farther reaching empire expanding nato which we which of course we control Almost unanimously, you know, expanding NATO. Now we're trying to let in Sweden and Finland. Oh, wonderful. I'm sure that'll be just, just great. Supporting a war in the Ukraine that is massacring Ukrainians all over, destroying the entire country for what? To thumb our noses at Russia? We've got the Ukrainians. By the way, I, I don't know if you've seen all the recent stories about all the Ukrainian uh, oligarchs. And the amounts of billions they're spending on prostitutes, 25-year-old chicks that are being appointed to positions high up in the government, going on luxury yachts with uh, with strippers, all these things. Oh, but of course, remember, guys, we're standing up for democracy, even though the Ukrainians got rid of, or Zelensky and his government got rid of all political parties that have been jailing political opponents during this process. But, you know, let's stand up for that. We've got an empire that is now running us into the ground with inflation. We've got supply chain issues because of lockdowns. We've got a terrible rate of education and dropouts. We've got a horrible education system, one of the worst in the world. We've got racial divides in the country, which have been exacerbated by the last couple of years of race baiting horseshit coming out of the Biden administration. You've got a president who is completely senile, as I said, and yet You also have Joe Biden out there calling for, uh, well, I mean, he was in office and helped with the crime bill, which is ironic, but you have Joe Biden calling for, you know, more gun restrictions as crime skyrockets, as progressive DAs the country over, like let people just run wild, stealing people's private property, just going into stores, stealing $900 worth of goods, running out. You have child (laughs) mobs. We have literal mobs of children robbing stores. Things are not in a good place. Things are not in a good place. And here comes Hunter Biden. Here comes Hunter Biden and his laptop. Here comes Hunter Biden and his hacked emails and his hacked texts. But I guess we're saying 8chan, right? Hacked into these things. Either 4chan or 8chan. I can't remember 4chan's existence anymore if they de-platformed that off the internet. But you've got all these beautiful leaks. You've got beautiful leaks let, that are showcasing that joe biden had this secret alias there's peter henderson which is what he used and email conversations and text conversations coming out of hunter biden's phone which of course you know backs it up to his laptop like a fucking idiot uh, good job you know if, if i was doing international deals with my corrupt father who was a senator and then vice president i probably would use number one a phone in which i was not going to be traced anything back to and number two i wouldn't be backing it up to my laptop but I also wouldn't lose it. <laughs> I also would, I'd be careful. Then again, I'm not high on crack all the time, but these videos coming out, you know, him dancing around naked with the gun, showcasing that there is a two tiered system for justice that the entire, you know, crime bill pushed through under Clinton with Joe Biden's rah, rah, rying. That's fine to put a generation of black people in jail, but you know, it's fine for Hunter Biden to smoke crack as well. Ditch a gun in a dumpster. Now, some of these are old news. The dumpster story is old news. But the fact now that this is being leaked makes me think that the Democrats are also viewing Hunter Biden as their hero because he is the hero of this story, guys. He is the one that may legitimately take out Joe Biden. He may legitimately take out Joe Biden. Kamala Harris is going to go with it. There's no way Kamala is staying Joe Biden's gone, because she is widely hated and widely incompetent, also as incompetent as Joe Biden, but she doesn't have the excuse of being senile. So you've got Hunter Biden, whose laptop was branded as disinformation, right? Uh, the entire left wing media branded it as disinformation. The entire intelligence apparatus branded it as Russian disinformation. We know that is complete horseshit. We know that's not true in any way, shape or form. You had the censorship on Twitter, on Facebook. I'm not sure if Instagram censored it, probably since they're under Facebook's banner. You had the New York Post literally have their accounts shut down for telling people about Hunter Biden's laptop, reporting news that is legitimate journalism with sources, with factually provable sources and hardware that was shut down. Completely censored across the board as we were told lies from our own government sources, from the Democratic mainstream press, and we're convinced, oh, well, uh, it's Russian disversion. The Russians clearly planted this laptop in this store in New Jersey. Hey, that's some old school KGB trickery, if that's the case. Joe Biden's riding in with laptops on his back, just throwing them into random stores. For you, the Russian, the Russian laptops for you, for you, for you. Make sure to type in keyword hunter. I wrote hunter on the, on the laptop uh, in crayon, so everybody knows where it come from. So stupid. What's different this time around? Huh. It's not being censored. It's out there. Now, you could say maybe they learned the lesson the first time and that people aren't going to stand for the censorship anymore. They've already beat that pony, right? They already wagged the dog the first time around. They can't play the same trick twice. Well, guess what? Number one, they have been playing the same trick twice with COVID. So we know that works on the morons in the world. We know that works on the blue check marks of the world. There's no getting around that. So they could have easily done that again. But we need a hero. We need a crack-smoking hero who stays up all night. Now I can sing it. Fucking now I can sing it. Shit. Anyway, we need a hero. And the Democrats need a hero more than anybody because they have this scenario wherein Joe Biden's approval ratings are the worst of any president in history. In history. They are still projected to get blown out in the midterm elections by like 10 percentage points right now. They are in panic mode. And they know Joe Biden, is the patsy they need to take out. And I think after seeing these teleprompter gas that are seeing all these different bizarre talking points, Joe Biden literally telling people that when questioned on what we're supposed to do with supply chain issues, with gas prices, with the inflation rate going up, right? Joe Biden doubles down and says, Americans are just gonna have to deal with it. Just deal with the fact that domestically, millions and millions, 300 million people domestically are getting ass reamed by inflation and supply chain issues and gas prices. And Joe Biden says, and this is, you know, Joe Biden has an an individual thought in his mind. This is fed to him by his Democratic National Party handlers. He's told to say that Americans are just going to have to suffer through it until Russia is beaten back because we can't have Russia control Ukraine. Are you telling me this isn't setting him up to fail? Are you telling me that these people aren't clearly building up Joe Biden as the patsy, as the problem, as the fall guy? And honestly, it's their only play. It's their only play because they have put this position in. They've impacted people's lives on such a, a very individual, independent level in every way education, the race shit we're talking about, inflation rates, supply chains, COVID, forcing the boosters, lying about the effects of them, vaccination mandates, all this stuff. It's all coming home to roost. They need a fall guy. And that's Joe Biden. And the hero of this story for all of us, because look, I know what they're doing. I can see what they're doing. And I don't give a damn because he needs to go. And Hunter Biden is the perfect hero not only for the Democrats to take Joe Biden down, but for us, because it showcases, as I said, the difference between them and us. The difference in being a senator slash vice president's son who gets handed a 60,000 a month gig multiple By the way, $60,000 a month gigs for jobs they are absolutely unqualified for. Don't even have to show up for. Just cut the checks to bang hookers and smoke crack. And by the way, I have no problem if you want to bang hookers and smoke crack. Just don't do it on my dime and don't do it through crony capitalism by extorting the American populace and endangering us and providing, you know, access to our leaders through these covert deals, through back alleys and, you know, through text messages which hilariously, one of the leaks that just came out, Hunter Biden has Joe Biden saved in his phone as Peter Petto. Wonder why. Wonder why that is. Is it because Joe Biden's constantly creeping up on children and smelling their hair and caressing them? And that's what we see on video. But Hunter Biden is the perfect hero for right now. He is the hero that Gotham deserves to expose these people. Now you say, Brian, what's the positive on this? What's the positive spin? You're supposed to be the guy that's bringing the mean age daydream. You're talking about the mean, man. Where's the daydream? I'll tell you the daydream. I'll tell you what the daydream is here because it is a beautiful thing. Hunter Biden is a very flawed individual, right? Right. Clearly, Hunter Biden does not have his shit together. Clearly, Hunter Biden is taking advantage of a broken system, a very corrupt system, a system of nepotism that has existed for decades upon decades. And you look at how old he is now, what is he, his 50s, something like that? Joe Biden's been in office for, what, 75 years? I don't even know, forever. Taking advantage of this corrupt system. Joe Biden has been in there ruining lives. For decades, and Hunter Biden has been ruining lives in his own special way. And we'll see; he may get charged with pedophile stuff too. Ironically, his he's you know has his dad in there as pedo Peter. I'm sure we're going to find ample evidence on Hunter Biden's laptops, and more leaks come out that he's engaged in pedophilic activity. I mean, my wife was showing me a photo of him surrounded by twelve year old girls giving him massages. Now they have their clothes on, but there's other photos. Mm, well, we don't know. We don't know. But point being, the daydream here is that when we talk to people about government, when we talk to them about the expanding government and the expanding control that the government has over every facet of their lives, right? We talk about how government interferes. And as I said, and I will continue to hammer this point home, government exists to cause fear and pain. That is how government exists, that is how government governs. That's the only way it can subsist is fear and pain. The pain of taking your life away at the if you don't pay us your taxes, we're going to take your life away. We're going to ruin your children. Your children are going to have no parents, they're going to be destitute. We're going to take you and put we're going to put them in a foster home, which the government also runs and are atrocious. The outcomes for foster kids are some of the worst you're going to find in any population group. 50% end up on the streets. They end up sex trafficked often. They end up dead. They end up drug addicted. They end up in horrible circumstances and who's in charge of those kids the government the same government that wants to be in control of all of your lives the same government that has the ability to take your kids at any time for almost any reason the same government that now wants to expand to control more and more of what you do your finances they want to control what you can and can't say on the internet they want to police what you're si- what you're posting they want to control your access to firearms they want to control your access to finances because let's not forget What happened with Donald Trump? Let's not forget what happened with January 6th, closing down people's finances, closing down their access to banking, working in conjunction with large corporations, aka crony capitalism, like Citibank, which denied people the ability to bank, to raise money. These piece of shit companies like GoFundMe which wouldn't let them raise money for the guy who got who stabbed uh, in self defense this attacker in the bodega they won't allow you to raise money for him stripe which wouldn't allow Donald Trump to sell a hats the politicization of these institutions at the behest of the government is highly Dangerous! It is unbelievable. The domestic spying apparatus, which watches everything you do, the social credit score they're trying to put into place, the ESG nonsense trying to make corporations force change down your throat, spend money on it, and then weigh whether or not they can do business or, or file certain things to make money because government organizations are now calling the shots. All of these are very dangerous, dangerous developments. Now, How does Hunter Biden tie into all this? Well, Hunter Biden is the hero to showcase that all these people that work in the government are just as flawed, if not more, than Hunter Biden. You know why? Because so many people in the government, and many of these people have already been exposed, are themselves drug addicts, are themselves sex addicts, are themselves pedophiles, but at least they don't have the power. I should should say at least Hunter Biden doesn't have the power to exercise much of his privilege. He can just be a crazy crackhead that gets paid a lot of money because of nepotism from his corrupt father in a corrupt system. The rest of these people in government are just as flawed as Hunter. The rest of these people in government, even if they aren't, probably have children very similar to Hunter Biden. And we all know how government jobs work, you know, though they're almost impossible to be fired. So if you are somebody that has issues like this, where are you likely to end up? So the question is, we have to remind people, do you want to be ruled by these people? Do you think that looking out across the sphere, Right. And Nancy Pelosi, how about Nancy Pelosi's husband just got arrested for his you know, third DUI. He, he killed somebody earlier with a DUI. Do you want to be ruled? Do you want to be governed? Do you think it's a good idea to expand the amount of governance that are, uh, that, that can be possible in a system for people that are worse than you? that are dumber than you, that are more corrupt than you, that are far more evil, far more ambitious than you, and that are far more broken. When they get the power, when they get the money, when they get anything that they can turn and use to their advantage or to satiate their base lusts, they will say yes to that urge. They will say yes to whatever gets them there. And you are telling me that you want to expand their power rather than rein it in? You want them to be touching anything beyond the bare basics that you need to function as a society? Now, of course, I'm an anarchist. I don't think that we should have rulers in general. I think that free markets will solve all of this. I think that that's the way forward because if you can get rid of these ruling class, if you can get rid of this control and allow the free market to operate, you have choice. You can get rid of these people. They're not just there building and expanding and and cementing themselves into the fabric and pushing up their dirtbag kids to further perpetuate the system, which is what's happening. It's not systematic, systematic racism that's the problem. It's systematic nepotism. It's systematic incompetence that's the problem here. And when you can talk to people and say, do you want more Hunter Biden adjacent people out here taking care of their kids like Joe Biden? Do you want that guy and his shit family of fuck-ups and layabouts and crackheads, do you want them influencing how you live your life? I think most people will say, fuck no. I absolutely do not want that. And there's a better way by getting government under control, by putting it under the thumb of the people, or by getting rid of it in total getting a free market system where nobody is ruling you. You can have your choice between vendors. You can have your choice between courts. You can have your choice between arbitrators. You can have your choice between police services and fire companies and who who will build the roads. I'll tell you what, I've got 50 different people to choose from on who will build the roads. Who's going to defend me? I've got 50 choices for that as well. But what I don't have is a government of incompetent, nepotistic pieces of shit that have ever-expanding power that are just as fucked up as I am, plus 10. There's your daydream, folks. There's your potent position to talk to people. And that is why Hunter Biden is the hero that we all deserve. All right, I'm going to wrap up there. I don't really have much more to talk about today. I just figured I'd, I'd see where that rant took me. So again, guys, reminder, come see me at Freedom Fest. If you're going to be there, I uh, my panel's 11 a.m. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Go support us on Patreon. Please listen to the Mean Age Daydream solo feed. Subscribe to that. Give me a rating. And of course, tune into the Boring Podcast. going live. If you want to tune in live, we do a live show broadcast on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, on Wednesdays, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. So tune in, come give us a shout out. It's going to be a fun time. All right, that's it from me, Brian McWilliams, from Mean Age Daydream, from the Lions of Liberty Network, and uh, and everything else in the world, uh, from, from Hunter Biden's crack pipe. Keep those electric eyes on me, babe, and keep that ray gun to my head.